Hey, we back. Another edition of Ray Ray's Podcast. We're live from the ninth floor of Hello Studios in downtown Dallas. Uh, thank you for everyone rocking with us again in another episode. You know, it's your boy Ray. Hey, Ray. And Allison. Allison, she's back. For those of y'all who didn't get the memo, you know, she's rocking with Ray Ray's Podcast full time now. You know, we greatly appreciate Woo. that. Give her a little round of applause. and Thank her so much. Definitely been a major blessing. Appreciate major it. Blessing. Uh, she's been helping us and she's giving us that extra drive and push, which has been so needed. If I see one more Little Miss meme, I swear to God, <laughs> I'm going to lose my shit. Oh Little my Miss God. this or Mr. This, oh my God. If I see one more, I swear to God, I'm going to chunk Guilty. my boat. <laughs> the Shade Room actually just posted a really funny one of um, like Little Miss got his back. Chloe Kardashian is one of the girls on there. So oh, what, that was funny. That, what is that all about? This little miss. Oh, is it about Tristan? You know, <laughs> shoot your shot, Thompson. <laughs> <laughs> I dig it. It's funny. It's nostalgic too. Very. It is, but it's when you see every page after every page and every story after every story. Like, all right, I'm tired of little miss. Little miss, get off of Instagram. How about that right now? <laughs> um, again, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Go to YouTube.com. Or is it YouTube.com? Do you even say what anybody say that? YouTube. You know what it is. So go to YouTube, subscribe to Ray Ray's podcast, leave us a comment, like the videos, go on all of our social media pages, uh, Instagram, our new TikTok, you know, been popping off. Go like, share, uh, subscribe to us on all of our things, RayRay'sPodcast.com. I'm going to preach that till I am blue in the face, okay? Whew. All right. So this is the time of the show where we say some positive words. Uh, we get started on the right track, so let's get the music all queued up for that. Here we go. Y'all ready? Yes, yep. sir. Y'all ready? All right. So, for all of you who are new to Ray Ray's podcast, or if you've rocked with us before, you know, uh, if no one has told you this today, just let us be the first to tell you that uh, you're loved, you're beautiful, you're needed, you're alive for a reason, you're stronger than you think. Hey, you're going to get through this, and we're glad you're alive. Okay, so if no one told you those words today, or you've had a rough week or a rough day, let's reset that by saying those words to ourselves. Uh, when we have those positive words in our mind, man, you get through anything, all right? We ready? Let's kick yep. the show off. Let's go. Let's start the show. R- real quick, was that off the dome? That was off the dome. <laughs> Dang, <laughs> man, that was amazing. <laughs> I was making an effort to remember it, because I had it written down. Yeah. But, like, when you say it so much, like, you read it. I may have said it out of order, but you got the point what I was saying, right? Mm-hmm. So that's all that matters. So I want you to introduce today's guest for us so we can get into this interview. Oh, absolutely. So this is my girl, Jessie. She's one of my friends that I've known for many, many years, over a decade, yeah. probably. Yeah. Probably, yeah. We've been in, you know, little modeling shows to care to (laughs) modeling shows together. Um, Shout out Terry Costa. Um, But yeah, you know, welcome, Jesse. We're happy to have you. So we got a quick little segment we do the show. It's called. Slow down. We just want to get to know you. This is where we ask you some quick, kind of like random questions, just to you know, lighten up the video. Uh, the video. Oh, I said video. The interview a little bit, you know, uh, and just kind of fill you out for a little bit. All right. Shout out your social media. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Jesse X Couture, uh, Twitter Jesse X Couture, and TikTok is the same Jesse X Couture. So Jesse, what makes you feel like your best self? Representing women that don't have a voice in this country. That's what makes me feel like my best yeah, self. Well, that's what's up. So if you could go back. In time, to any era, any decade, any time of history, where would you go back to? 
Shoot, I would love to go back to the 90s. I mean, I'm a 90s baby. I feel like it's like one of the most nostalgic eras that um, I've been through, obviously. I love the music from the 90s. Like, I feel like music these days is kind of (laughs) crap. And I feel like the best music era was in the 90s. Um, I also definitely think that, like, in a previous life, I was out there in the, like, 50s leading the uh, women's reproductive rights movement in a past life. So I would go back there, too. (laughs) That's crazy. It does say history does repeat itself. Yeah. Little do we know. It really does. It's just like with fashion. Yeah. You know, fashion always repeats itself. Was remember uh, in the nineties they had Jinko jeans. Oh my God, they're back! They're back. (laughs) (laughs) You know, know what else was really good about the nineties? My team was good. The Cowboys. Oh. We dominated the nineties. Started out there. You know, our time will rise again. We will rise again. Des caught it. He did. Thank you. So well, you're a Cowboys me. fan. Yeah. You know, we all are. Yeah. No, so, not all of us are. Whoa! <laughs> I was looking at him when I said that. I was waiting for him to... So the relevant people right now in the room, we're <laughs> Cowboys. <laughs> the majority. Majority rules, okay? How do you think the boys will do this year? Man, I, I actually just called my homeboy this morning that's like a huge Cowboys fan to like discuss how we think the season's going to go. They haven't been doing a lot. They haven't been doing a lot of new stuff lately. I mean... I listened to Jerry Jones, his interview at a press conference like two days ago talking about, I wouldn't have hired Mike McCarthy if I didn't think he was the perfect person to lead us to the Super Bowl. And we're all like, oh, come on with your bullshit, Jerry. Like, uh, But I did hear that um, Dak and Zeke are like on their top game. They're ready for this season. So that's a positive side. But, you know, it's it's like a... You, you try not to get your hopes up every year because every year we're all crying at the end of the season, no you matter what. You ain't ever lie. You ain't ever <laughs> yeah. lie. Yeah. So do you, uh, what do you watch your games at when the Cowboys play? Do you have a special place where you like to go watch games at? Um, if I don't go to the game, I go to Hideaway on Henderson. It's, like, super chill. I love, like, dive bar, like, chill vibes. There's, like, a jukebox there. Like, it's super chill, pool tables. Those are the places I like to go, like, you know, a lot of people like to go to, like, Bottle Blonde and Backyard, and I'm like, no, there's too many distractions going on. There's too many people <laughs> trying to talk to you. Like, I want to pay attention to the game. I want to get into it. So I like little, like, divey spots like that. You know how we started the show with affirmations, right? Mm-hmm. Are you a believer in affirmations? Do you say something to get yourself pumped up throughout the day or when things are getting you down? What, what gets you going? Oh, I definitely believe in affirmations. You know what gets me going is I wake up and I listen to Beyonce in the mornings. You know that song, <laughs> Who Run the World, Girls? That definitely gets me pumped up every day. You talked about the 90s. That was your favorite era. You talked about the music. Mm-hmm. Do you have a favorite 90s song of all time? Oh, my God, yeah. It would definitely be something by Third Eye Blind, probably Semi-Charmed Life. I'm actually really excited. They're coming in concert in August. Um, they're doing, like, they're playing the whole album front to back like the most popular album um but yeah definitely third eye blind steven jenkins the singer and the lyricist is like a genius so definitely third eye blind okay so this is the slow down segment that was brought to you by extreme travel uh if traveling is your dream you do it with extreme so visit x like the letter x extreme travel.com and tell them ray rates podcast sent you for the next discount on your next vacation all right so we want to do something that's called, we're going to call this the main event, all right? The main attraction. This is where we really dive in deep and talk about a bunch of things. So we're going to switch this over to Allison. Allison, the ball's in your court right now. So, you know, 
we know that you're a feminist and that you're a women's rights activist. Mm -hmm. And you've recently been a huge part of the community in protests. Mm -hmm. So is there anything you think people should be aware of, of what's going on in the world for, you know, women's rights and even equal rights for everyone in the community? Mm -hmm. um, yeah, the most important thing that I like to spread is that we are strength in numbers always. You know, there's a lot of um, weekly protests going on, especially in downtown Dallas. Um, we've been having them mostly every Wednesday and every Saturday. Um, Dallas Repro Liberation March, Next Gen, uh, T Fund, those are some of the major um, organizations doing it. Um, but you know what's one really important thing that I would like to talk about is that we need support from men in these kinds of situations. So I've been working with um, some people in the industry, uh, Jeremy Elliott and um, Josh, he's the chef at Will Call. And they've been kind of leading like the men's front of informing young men from Dallas that you know, we should be getting vasectomies to help women out, you know? Like, a vasectomy under insurance is, it's like $600, it's reversible. And instead of women dealing with all the bullshit of not only the contraceptives fuck with your body and it's hard on your body and, you know, us fighting for everything, they can be our sign, they can be our allies by, you know, getting vasectomies, you know? Um, one man can have hundreds of babies a year, but one woman can only have one baby a year. So those are two of the men in the industry that have been, you know, just spreading awareness about how men can help by getting vasectomies. Yeah, that was something um, that I've thought about for years. Mm -hmm. Like, why aren't men getting vasectomies? I mean, look at, like, Nick Cannon and Tristan Thompson. Oh, like, yikes. It's a new baby every fucking day, and there's not one law that regulates men's bodies, but there's all of these laws on women's bodies. So, like, why are we focusing so much on the women? Why? Because the patriarchy hates women. But, you know, there should be regulations on men, too, because, like I said, they're the ones that can have all these babies in a year's time frame. Exactly. And then that leads me to my next question, not for you, but for the boys. <laughs> How do you feel about vasectomies? Yeah, I like to hear this. Uh, personally, I thought if once I got to a certain age and I didn't have a child, mm -hmm. I'm, yeah, I'm definitely going to get it done because mm -hmm. I really don't want to be an old-ass dad. It's just something I don't want to do. Um, I thought about it. I used to date someone that did vasectomies for a living, so it's... Oh, wow. That conversation came up uh, multiple times, so I was like, eh, not yet. Not yet. But mm -hmm. I'm okay with it. One of my best friends... God knows he doesn't need any more kids. He got it vasectomy because we didn't need any more hill motherfuckers running around. Because, yeah, that's another story. But I'm I'm in favor for, um, yeah, especially gotta worry about, you know, you gotta worry about having no kids when you're when you're cutting. Like, all right, you know, and it's reversible. It's reversible know? too. Like, so that's one of the things I heard about it. But mm -hmm. I've heard stories of people that have had vasectomies, they didn't get them reversed, and they still had kids. Yeah. So. Not quite one hundred percent from what I've heard, so I'm like, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing's really one hundred percent. I mean, even condoms are one hundred percent. Birth control for women is one hundred percent. So I mean, I get it. I'm kind of on the same boat on regards to that. I, I've thought about it. You know, I don't have kids. I'm thirty eight years old with no kids. Mm -hmm. um, but and I've kind of thought, you know what? I'm, I'm I've been um, content with the fact that I'm not having any kids ever. Mm -hmm. So. Would I do it? It's I wouldn't be uh, obliged to it. Uh, if I had to, it would be something I'd probably do. Mm -hmm. But uh, I'm kind of the same boat. Not to cut you off, but also 
in my mind, I feel like it opens up the window and opportunity for people to be more reckless. Oh, I got a vasectomy? I, I'm raw dogging this movie <laughs> all day long. But, that's true, but. <laughs> but aren't most, well, I don't want to well. say most men, but aren't a lot of people, I won't just say men, because, you know, women play part right. in having protective sex, right. is that aren't most people raw dogging, as we would say? Because I've been pull on dates. Method. Yeah, the pull-out <laughs> method. I've been on, on dates where, you know, a guy wants to pursue having sex with me and doesn't even have a condom. Mm-hmm. So if he had a vasectomy, I mean, how am I supposed to know? I have to go by his word for it. Yeah. But I would feel, I mean, I want to use protection, period. But for most women who are okay with not using protection, like, you know, I would feel more comfortable having sex with someone who <laughs> was like, well, that's another scary part about this movement going on in America right now is they, the super conservative side is very actively trying to ban all forms of contraceptives, birth control, condoms, mm-hmm. everything. And it, it just, their agenda doesn't make sense. They're pro-life. They don't want people to kill babies, but they don't want people to have access to contraceptives you know if you go in any cvs and walgreens right now and you go to get a plan b the shelf is empty like you can't even hardly find a plan b anywhere you know and now they're actively going after all methods of birth control which is just crazy and like totally goes against everything they're standing for so like that's what i'm saying about the vasectomy like that's a surefire well not surefire like you said it's not a hundred percent but it's a lot more so there's this conspiracy theory. Oh. There's a conspiracy theory that the United States is trying to mm, drive off a certain demographic population. Absolutely true. By prohibiting abortions, prohibiting birth control. Um, it's very possible. It's yeah. very possible that they could be trying to do that, uh, pull that off. Uh, but that's one of the conspiracies that's going around right now. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, it's all an agenda. Like, it's when they say pro-life, it's not pro-life. It's all politics. It's all, you know, um, like our governor, Greg Abbott, is the Hot must- Wheels. He is the mustiest bitch on the planet. Fuck Greg Abbott and fuck Ted Cruz. Um, <laughs> hashtag. Yeah, hashtag. Fuck them both. So, do you, real quick, do you think they're going to get reelected? Fuck no. And you know what? We talked about um, affirmations. I'm speaking it into existence that Greg Abbott will not be reelected. And actually, I've been following the numbers very closely. And, like, there's a chance that Beto can win over Greg Abbott. Well, here's the thing with that. It's got to be more of, like, our cities like Dallas, Houston. Those cities really have to turn up and vote. It's those little small-ass, backwood-ass rural parts of Texas that are still voting heavily because they want to keep the people they want in office. Those people, those people keep running. Yeah, he's, he's gonna stay forever. But mm-hmm. I think after this ERCOT shit with the yeah. with the fucking that's that should have been getting him out of office for sure. With that, wow. let alone now the whole birthright, uh, you know, the birthright control and everything mm-hmm. like that, and guns. Well, it's Texas. We're always gonna have guns. Let's just be honest with that. It's just it's just Texas. Yeah. But those two issues alone should definitely get his ass out of office. Because yeah, I was without heating for like. Four or five days. Yeah. When we had that, we had I that storm. Too. Yeah. So like it's crap yeah. that that should happen. Like you should know. Like okay, the weather's about to get bad. What do we prepare for it? 
Well, you have to turn down your electricity and shit. Fuck no. It's going to shit outside. I'm not turning down my your electricity. <laughs> I just, yeah, fuck that shit, man. Like, I shouldn't have to do that. Right. You should be doing your job. If I want to fucking run up my heat bill and my AC bill, that's my goddamn right to do that yes. shit. I'm not going to fucking tell someone, like, hey, turn your shit down. Fuck you. You don't pay my bills. Sorry, that's my rant right there. But that, that shit <laughs> and me people off. are talking about they want Texas to secede from the country. I'm like, okay, we have our own power grid and we see how that's working out yeah. for us. Like, how, what else is going to go wrong? If, you know? Well, being an outsider of Texas for, you know, a decade, seeing what happened. To everyone in Dallas, I was so worried about you all it and my parents. Um, I, I was grateful to not be here. Bringing that up makes me wonder worried. why I came back. I was, <laughs> I was literally chopping wood. <laughs> That's crazy. I was literally chopping wood down a block with those little, these trees, gathering wood and bringing it back to the fireplace. <laughs> stay warm. He's being a man, man. <laughs> Real quick, I got to shout out to Texas Roadhouse. That was the only bar <laughs> that was open during that because I had to get a hotel. Ooh, that cinnamon butter, though. <laughs> I had to get a hotel to say it, and the only thing that was open right in front of the hotel was the Texas Roadhouse. So I drank a lot of drinks at Texas Roadhouse, staying warm. Thank you for being open for the door to storm Texas Roadhouse. Man, I'll never forget it. It got I lost power in my apartment. It got so cold, and I was like, if I just cover myself with enough layers, enough blankets, I'll be good. By the hour, I was like, oh my god, like I don't know how much longer I can do this. My battery's dying. I've got like ten percent left on my phone, and I was like, okay, I'm either gonna freeze to death in my apartment, or I'm gonna call my ex who has a backup generator in his apartment and have him come get me. So I had to go stay at my ex's house. Hey, big head. And just- <laughs> She hit the hey, big hair ticks. And lock myself in the other room and sit out the freaking freeze of... Stranger, hey, stranger. <laughs> Long time no see. What's the heat like, though? Sending the freezing emoji and stuff. Oh, my God. But even the uh, the bills here for energy are crazy high compared to everywhere Bro. else. In Vegas, like, when I moved there and saw what my energy bill was, I was like, what have I been doing in Dallas? For so long, like the bills are just so much cheaper when you have a source amongst the whole country. Texas just wants to be all Texas, you know. Yeehaw, so, y'all! <laughs> Not all Texas people talk like that. For those watching from different states, we ain't all country bumpkins. The shit you see on TV does not us. We don't we all, all ride horses. <laughs> we ought to ride horses. Well. We take Ubers well. <laughs> and Lyfts, okay? But um, I had another question for you. You know, since Roe and Wade was overturned, um, how do you think the Dallas community has come together? I mean, definitely there have been so many women out there marching in the streets for all these protests. Like, each one I've done, I've done so many of them. Each one, there's at least two, 3,000 people there. And, um, you know, like I talked about the whole vasectomy thing, there are a lot of men in the industry that I'm very proud that have been supporting us and, you know, helping to put together events. I'm going to have an event coming up in the next few months to do like a fundraiser for Planned Parenthood. And then, like I said, the chef from Will called Josh, shout out, um, he's going to help do an event to like raise money and raise awareness for vasectomies for men in the industry. So like just the support of the men in the industry has actually been overwhelming and it's it's pretty dope. Well, that's awesome to hear because, mm-hmm. you know, you'd think men would be reluctant to yeah. 
help us, but it's wonderful yeah. to see. There, there are a lot of really good ones out there that are just like, you know, that's why I like to have these conversations and explain everything to them and explain how it is for us. Because when I, once I have those conversations with them, they're like, that's fucked up. Like, hell no. Like, you know, they've, they've been very supportive in Dallas. So I'm like super appreciative of that. So quick question for you. I know you've mentioned a couple of groups and organizations, mm-hmm. um, during this conversation. Can you name them, um, and people that want to get involved with those type mm-hmm. of groups, mm-hmm. uh, how can they get involved? Is it like a mm-hmm. Facebook group or, or whatnot? Mm-hmm. So for anyone that wants to donate, um, you can donate to T-Fund or Planned Parenthood. Those are the two that I suggest that women or that the money will go straight to women and um, women that are having to travel across state lines to obtain health care and abortion. Um, those are the two ones that I would donate to on Instagram, um, Dallas Repro Liberation March and Next Gen Action. Those are two really good ones to follow. Um, they post weekly protests that are upcoming. So the best way that you can get involved is to really just get out there in the streets and march and use your voices because we have a voice. We have the right to voice our opinion. And like I said, strength in numbers, you know, tell your tell your your mom, your sister, your cousin, your aunts, your friends, your boyfriends, like they can't ignore us if there's so many of us out there speaking out about it. It's not just going to go away. We're not just going to shut up and forget about it. We're going to keep doing this until we get our rights back. Facts. Shit, if they're taking our rights, shit, I'm right around the corner. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, actually. I'm right yeah, around you know, the corner. Like, uh, what people don't understand is Roe v. Wade being overturned. It, Roe v. Wade doesn't just protect the right to abortion. It, it protects the right to privacy and your health care. You know, now... All of these um, politicians can see our health care history. Um, it also protects our right to a C-section during birth. It re- it protects our right to, if anything were to go wrong, if we were to have kids, like, to save our life in the middle of childbirth. It protects that. It protects contraceptives. Like, it, and what I was going into is, like, the next thing on the agenda is taking away um, gay marriage rights. And they're also actively going over being able to have interracial marriage. They want to segregate schools again. So this is just like it's snowballing and getting worse and worse and worse every day. And you have people like in Louisiana and Indiana that are drafting up like active bills to be pushed through, like to to segregate schools again and make interracial marriage illegal, which is just insane. We're going so backwards as a country. They're gonna have to hang me and kill me there because I love yeah. I love all women, all colors and stuff. So yeah, you gonna have to <laughs> yeah, you gonna have to hang me or something, bro? Because it ain't happening, bro. You ain't stopping me, bro. Yeah, I'm really interested to see what happens with this country. Mm. It's kind of scary, but I mean, I'm whatever we can do to prevent the backwardness from happening. Uh, you know, a lot of people ask me, like, why don't you just move out of the country? I'm like, well, I feel like I have an obligation to stay here and fight as long as I possibly can. But if shit gets too bad, I'm out. Like, yeah. I'll go with you, sis. If I'd have had yeah. so many relatives and family here, I'd be gone too. Right. It seems I keep seeing videos of Mexico and people moving to Mexico because it's a lot better than Yeah. That, that's sad. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. And speaking of backwardness, um, I wanted to talk about a video that I saw on your Instagram. It was um, you were at a Trump convention and mm-hmm. a man assaulted you. Mm-hmm. And I'm assuming he represents a lot of the backwardness that's happening in this country. Mm-hmm. Um, can you tell us a little more about what happened? Mm-hmm. So I helped uh, lead a protest at the Capitol in Austin. There were 10,000 people that showed up. 
Um, we had, you know, speakers come out and speak at the Capitol, and we had our, you know, demonstration at the Capitol. And then we found out that Trump was having a convention supporting the NRA down the street at the convention center. So we marched our asses down there like, oh, this is fucking perfect. Trump's up there. He's like up in the top floor watching us from the windows. Like the Secret Service is like swarming the building. So we pull up and we're protesting outside. And there are a lot of Trump supporters like rolling in and getting very aggressive, getting in our faces. And every time I go out there, you know, I've got like a megaphone like, yelling, being loud, and one by one, they're coming in, they're coming in, they're getting in our faces, they're, like, getting closer into our bubble, being more aggressive, and this one dude comes up and slaps the megaphone out of my face and tries to take it out of my hands, and, like, I <laughs> I don't get scared, like, I'm not going to back down, you're not going to intimidate me, so we're, like, wrestling over the megaphone for a minute, and mind you, the police are all around watching, the Secret Service is all around watching us, didn't do a damn thing, and then of course he runs off like the coward that he is. He wouldn't so, do that shit to no man. I guarantee exactly, he wouldn't do that shit to no man. Exactly, exactly. But I'm like, I'm even worse than a man because I'm gonna find you and I'm gonna make you fucking pay for that. But we chased him down, and I just got in his face, and I was like, "You got the wrong one today. Like, if you ever put your hands on me one more time, I will beat your ass." And you know, it's not surprising the cops didn't do shit. They like, he went inside the convention and carried on his way. But it just goes to show you, like. People that are on the conservative side, for the most part, want to say that we're the violent ones. We're the ones out there, you know, rioting and promoting violence. No, it's all love on our side. Like, any protest I ever go to, people bring their kids. Like, it's such a, a, a loving group. And then you have these outsiders that come in and try to infiltrate and try to create the chaos so that they can post it on Fox News and be like, oh, look, there's a there's a fight at the protest. It's It's... It's the left. It's the liberals. No, it's not. <laughs> That's what I just want to say about conservatives and their history of being conservatives. Mm-hmm. Remember, conservatives were spitting on people for sitting in fucking lunches. Conservatives yeah. were water hosing people and sicking dogs on motherfuckers. Yeah. Conservatives were beating the shit, spitting on people, pouring milkshakes on people. That's what your conservatives. Your conservatives right. love Jesus but still want to hang a black person. Exactly. Your conservatives. So fuck your conservatives. I don't believe in that bullshit. I believe right is right and wrong is wrong. And that shit yeah. pisses me off. You know what conservative is? I think conservative is a word for being racist. To I a degree. Do, I'm I not saying too. all conservatives are racist, but I think that's a that's a low key, you know, way to say, yeah, I'm I'm fucking racist without saying I'm racist. Yeah. It's like, I know you voted for Trump and I know why you voted for Trump. Let's be completely mm-hmm. honest. And let's be completely honest, he played y'all like a fiddle. Oh yeah. He played their emotions <laughs> like a fucking fiddle to get elected. Because he knew, all right, if I He's a smart man. Mm-hmm. Let's get it twisted. This guy is smart. We ain't never heard no issues about Trump being a racist or anything like that for the many years before he ran office, but all of, now of a certain he's a racist. Nah. He played with those motherfuckers' emotions. He didn't give a shit about them motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. He, he knew they would be radical enough. Well, they would vote for me. And he even said it in an interview a long, long time ago. He's like, if I were to ever run for president, I would run as a Republican because they would fucking believe anything he said i can go out in the middle of what was it eighth avenue and shoot someone and i wouldn't lose any votes that's the truth it is the fucking truth yeah Yeah. yikes and all these people that are voting for people like him aren't actually voting for their interests they're just so set in the way that they were raised that they are ignorant and they they refuse to you know think outside the box and you're literally voting against yourself 
You're voting against your issues. You're voting for people that are not going to make sure you have heat in the middle of a snowstorm in winter. And they're going to duck off to fucking Cabo. Cancun! Cancun Cruise! (laughs) Fuck you, Cancun Cruise! Oh, this trip was already playing. Ah, fuck you, bro. Oh, man, come on. (laughs) But I mean, that's not that, okay? So I wanted to ask you, too, um, you know, the younger generation, I, you know, I don't have kids. But if I did have one, I would be concerned, you know. So as a woman who's actively participating in women's rights, you know, protests, is there something that you would, you know, preach or give advice to the younger generation of girls who could potentially change the world for us? I always say the best piece of advice that my mother ever gave me. I don't listen to a lot of things she says because she's conservative person but she always taught me from when I was a young girl don't ever depend on a man like when it comes to work and money make sure you always like build yours build your life and then the man is the extra thing to come in and I've always lived my life by that and like that is literally the still the most valuable piece of information that I've ever gotten in my life it's just like The men will come later, worry about you, build your life, don't ever depend on a man, don't ever depend on anyone that could hold something over your head. Do you build your life, and and don't be scared of men, like, don't be scared of the patriarchy that's going on in America right now. Like, our voices are very powerful, and like I said, we're strength in numbers, so women need to stick together. Amen. Yeah, that's facts. Uh, There are some men that are cowards like that, like, oh, Mm -hmm. you know, I did this is for you, what are you doing for me? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And I, I hate I hate having these conversations because everyone's like, oh, you're bashing men. You're a man hater. No, there are a lot of wonderful men out there, like the men that I talked about in the industry that are helping our movement. But, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. And then um, I noticed on your Instagram, too, that, you know, the character from Seinfeld, Elaine. <laughs> why do people call you, like, nickname you that? Like, why do you think you're the real life Elaine right now? Just... Being a single woman, navigating life, navigating dating, I just feel like I've always tended to have, like, crazy situations happen to me. Um, For example, I I did a podcast on Two Posh Podcasts a few months ago, and um, they were like, what's the craziest story that ever happened to you? And I was like, well... When I was younger, I worked for this diamond diamond jeweler who turns out he was a huge con artist and he stole over $5 million worth of diamonds from people and I had to be assigned my own secret service agent to like... Was it a Tinder swindler? <laughs> it's basically <laughs> that, but with like... I did it today. I did it today. I did it today. <laughs> Send me that check today. <laughs> That's literally what it is. I mean, I was walking down the street one day and a secret service agent came chopping down the street chasing me like this six foot five handsome dude in a suit pulls out his badge i'm the secret service i'm like okay bro like there's no <laughs> fucking way turns out it was all true i had oh to go to the <laughs> i think go to the fbi headquarters and like meet with the fbi the secret service i had to go like testify with the dallas district attorney and someone a producer out of la heard my story from this podcast that i told and now we're making a documentary about this whole story. Oh, wow. And we're going to try to, like, you know, sell it to Netflix and make, like, a tender, sw- tender swindler. So, <laughs> See, like, that's just one, like, <laughs> that's gonna crazy be cool. thing. Like, I couldn't imagine being there. Like, some guy's chasing you down, like, yo, bro, like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm like, okay, you're the Secret Service? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the Secret Service. Yeah. yeah okay. 
I haven't heard that one before. Yeah. <laughs> Man, so uh, you really gave a lot of uh, information, you brought a lot of light to some things that uh, a lot of people should know about. And I'm very grateful for you for doing that today and coming on and chatting with us. What is the main thing you really want people to take away from this interview? Um, I want people to go vote for the November 8th election for governor election. That is the most important thing. Tell everyone, I will scream it from the rooftops. You have to vote for change. And there's so many people that say, oh, a vote doesn't count. No, that's the only way. And these small local elections are the ones that matter most. So everyone go vote for the week of November 8th and vote for Beto O'Rourke so we can kick Hot Wheels out this bitch. <laughs> Amen. But Beto, don't mess with my guns, though. Don't mess with the guns. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we, 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 we like guns, you know, just yeah. in moderation. In moderation, yeah. yeah. Just, more restrictions and to right. get it unless you don't know. But if you talk about trying to take guns away in Texas, boy, you ain't going yeah. with that one. You know uh, it's so crazy. Come here and take it. Yeah, come here and take my uterus, motherfucker. Okay. <laughs> you know what's so crazy is that like some people can't comprehend the fact that you could like some stuff from both parties. Yeah. Right. Like like some people are like, oh you, like some people will listen to this and then be like, Well, they like guns too. Oh, yeah. they're hypocrites, you know? Like, no, we there are people out here that don't subscribe to a two-party system. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm thinking. I like. I'm a moderate. I feel like yeah. I'm a moderate. Mm-hmm. I'm in between. I believe right is right and wrong is wrong. Yeah, like, like you should love whoever you want to love, and I feel mm-hmm. like yeah, you should have some restrictions on getting guns. Like, and so, your body, your choice. Your body, your yeah. choice. Like things like if it's not affecting my fucking day to day life, I really don't give a shit. Like I don't care about nobody else's yeah. business, but my own. Yeah. Period. Like I'm not trying to be up in no one else's business. Is it affecting my bills these days? Is it affecting my paycheck? I kind of don't give a fuck. Let them be. Yeah. Let them be. <laughs> but uh, again, hey, shout out your Instagrams and all your social medias real quick. People can find you again. Uh, all my platforms are going to be the same. So Instagram, uh, Twitter, and TikTok are Jessie X Couture. Okay. You can find me on all of those platforms. Okay. And I also post a lot of updates on like upcoming protests and. Uh, Upcoming events you can go to, like Dallas Democrat meetups that you can go to, and you can meet your local politicians. I'm constantly posting where they're at, what time, what day, and give a heads up. So if you want to follow my Instagram, you'll be informed as to, like, all of the local events going on in Dallas. We have quality in numbers, like you said. Mm -hmm. So don't feel like your voice isn't important. It is. It really is. And the more women and men that get together to protect our bodily rights and our love rights. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, don't feel embarrassed or ashamed to speak out for what you believe in. Cause at this point with this country, we need your voice. We need your support. We need your opinions. We need you there. So you're needed. And like you say, in our affirmations, you're loved, you're needed mm-hmm. and you're wanted. So the more we come together, the more change will come. I don't understand where how we've come to the point where everyone is pointing fingers at each other. Mm-hmm. Everyone is, well, you're doing this. Well, you're doing this. Well, you're doing that. If we, you people, why, why are we not civilized anymore? Like, why can't we just sit down and have a conversation? We can talk things exactly. out. Like, I, it's, it drives me crazy when I'm seeing all these, these situations like you were in. Like, where if, if somebody would just have a conversation, like if that person was instead of slapping the, slapping the microphone out of your hand and be like, hey, 
what is it that's bothering you so much? Like, let's talk about it. Like, I want to give you my perspective, and I'm pretty sure you guys could have had at least a conversation. It could have been right. recorded. It probably could have even been even more trending and right. more, like, out there where you could see people that, are, that have different perspectives on, on life, but at least come to some kind of common ground. So it's just, man, I just feel like this country is just money-driven, and these politicians, I feel like they're all the same, and I feel like they all sleep in the same bed, and they just kind of put on a show to make us divide us. Um, that's just that's my personal opinion. I know everybody doesn't believe that way. But at the end of the day, let's just talk things out, have a conversation, let's be civil. Yeah, that's like a huge thing is, you know, I love having conversations like these because it's important to hear both sides and hear everyone's perspective. I can't stand when it turns into, like you said, an argument or yelling like, Mm -hmm. no, you're going to create, you're going to do more good if you sit down and have a civilized conversation. You know, it's good to hear both sides of the fence, you know. I blame social media a lot for uh, people believing that their opinions are facts and that their beliefs are facts. Um, The algorithm even set up on Facebook and it's proven is that it directs you to people with similar interests as you. So let's say you're left wing, you're going to see more left wing stuff. If you're right wing, you're going to see more right wing stuff. So with social media, I feel like it's pushing people to totally different directions and not into a middle ground for this conversation to happen. So I'm hoping, you know, it's probably never going to happen, but you can hope and wish and be as gullible as you want to be and think that the world is going to change and come together. Um, Start following and participating in groups that don't coincide with your beliefs. Mm -hmm. So that way you can see how other people think and feel differently than you learn something new from the other side so you can break the algorithm. I mean, I'll get a little upset when I see someone else's opinion that I don't believe in, but I'm willing to listen to it and hear it to change that algorithm Mm -hmm. because with social media outlets, you've seen small countries be invaded in mass genocide because social media is bringing all these people together to hurt others. Mm -hmm. So... I can just only hope and wish with this episode and with life that we can all come to a better understanding and willingness to just accept each other for our beliefs and our rights. And one more thing, one more thing. This is my last bit. People, I always laugh when people say Google it because Google tracks you. So it knows what you're interested in, what you're not interested in, and the information that you're trying to get. What I mean by that, you can literally Google, why are bananas good for me? And then, 10 seconds later, type, why are bananas bad for me? It's the information, it's like, it gives you whatever you're looking for. You can type in why are bananas bad for me. buying bananas. Yes. <laughs> watch, now watch, all of our phones are going to have yeah. bananas. Bananas. <laughs> There's Kroger's. But I'm saying is that this, So so what I'm saying is this, is people stop saying Google it because Google is catered to you, to your preferences. Dig deeper, look further, go to actual studies and case studies. Mm -hmm. Not getting all your information from (laughs) one news source. 
you know, that's a big thing, too. Bro, people that watch Fox News. Bruh! Oh, God. <laughs> My mother. <laughs> My dad. <laughs> Fox, News. Fox News was literally talking 10 minutes about how AOC was pretending that she was handcuffed. Oh my god! Oh my god! Don't even get me started on well, that. Well, alright, we're gonna. <laughs> okay, this is gonna be a three gonna, hour episode. We're gonna wrap episode, this up here so. now because, yeah, this is. <laughs> amicably, we're gonna move on here, okay? In a friendly matter, we're gonna move on. But no, again, thank you so much for coming on. We really thank get you to appreciate that. Uh, real quick, shout out Elite Pro Power Washing. Uh, all of your power washing needs, hit up EliteProWashing.com. Thank you for your contribution to Ray Ray's podcast. Thank you, Allison. Thank you, Ray. Again, thank you, Jesse. Oh, the hotline bling is blowing up right now, so that's, that's my time to wrap it up. So we're going to leave on a positive note, too. Tell yourself, I will boss up physically. I will boss up mentally. I will boss up spiritually. And I will boss up financially. Invest in yourself. This is Ray. And Ray. And Allison. Ray Ray's Podcast. Go like, subscribe on YouTube and RayRay'sPodcast.com. We're out of here. Hey, get money all day.